You're listening to the Homegrown Faith Podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend, Richard Sweatman, about God, the Bible, and life lived growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. Joe Clark, good afternoon to you. It is so good to be uh, chatting with you again. Yeah, How are you I'm doing? Well, thanks, brother. I'm doing well. And I have come to a new understanding of something, Richard, that I think maybe other people oh. have already got. Okay, here we go. So um, basically, um, I was talking to a, a passerby. I was gardening my front yard and a passerby stopped and very kindly said hello and we were chatting. And she talked about mm. how, oh, the weeds this year are just terrible and they're just everywhere and how she had talked to <laughs> some person who was like a gardener and he said, oh, it's just the way the water, you know, this, the kind, the timing of the rain. And that reminded me of something my dad would say. He would always say, if, this, if it rains at this particular time, this particular weed would grow. Anyway, so that made me start noticing all the weeds that are growing up in the concrete on the roadsides and stuff like that and made me feel compassionate <laughs> yes. for council members. But then I was talking yeah. about weeds yesterday with someone and here's my question that I'm wondering about. Are all weeds just a native grass or plant from somewhere else that shouldn't have ever been introduced in Australia because they shouldn't be? Or are some weeds just weeds everywhere? in that they're a symptom of the fall. And I was talking about it with someone yesterday and I they, I, I thought maybe, you know, I was planting these native grasses thinking maybe this would be a native weed, a weed somewhere else. But she was saying, no, she reckons that weeds are part of the fall, like prickles. And that's just blown really? my mind trying to work out what are weeds? Are they a native plant from somewhere else that shouldn't have been come to Australia? Or is it just a symptom of the fall? There you go. Well, that is fascinating. My my father has an opinion on oh, really? that. Um, this is one of my memories from childhood. He said, a weed is simply a plant growing where you don't want a plant growing. So, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't care if it was native or uh, in introduced. Uh, if, if you didn't want it there, it's a weed. So Because uh, I have done a deep dive into yeah. weeds in the last week because I was pulling things out thinking, is this a native? <laughs> I don't know. Should I pull it out? And so I Googled no, New South Wales no. weeds. Turns out there's this whole like yeah. noxious weeds website site where you can identify your weeds yeah, yeah. and how critical they are. You can even focus on your region and be like, oh, in this region, this is a particular problem. I better kill that. And so <laughs> yeah. anyway, turns out I've got one particularly noxious weed that I'm in now have entered a battle with. But uh, well, what's it called? It's called a wandering Jew, I think, is its typical name. Uh, and it yes. Just, yeah, That's it grows a and grows. It has a has a different name now because yeah, I, it's a weird. Yeah, it's a, I, I didn't had, feel re right saying the name, but I couldn't think of the other name. And the book I was reading said this is what it's called. What's its other name? Do you know? Oh, really? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I just remember being told that that's uh, that's a bit outdated right. now. But I know the weed very yes. well, and uh, it's particularly just if you drop a leaf or a, a bit of stem, uh, it can regrow oh, from that. It's like a kind of a zombie. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's. It's really bad. And so that so, makes me wonder, did God just design it that way, in which case we say, thank you, God, but this is in the wrong way, the wrong place, so that's the fall? Or do you say, that, huh, this is the fall? No, that's – I'm, I'm fine with – like I hate weeds, particularly dandelions. <laughs> They're the ones that really get me upset. I, I, I get an emotional reaction uh, if I see a dandelion growing, uh, even in someone else's yard, uh -huh. but alone my yard. But – I still believe that uh, dandelions are God's good creation yeah. and in other contexts we can celebrate and there are wonderful things about dandelions. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so I'm right on the kind of, and even, you know, prickles, they have they're, their, their, their it's a home purpose. for animals or stuff like that. <laughs> so I think there'll be some sort of sweet spot in heaven where we can have a productive time in the garden uh, and we, we might remove unwanted plants or put other things in, but it, it won't be that same overwhelming, yeah, ever yeah, failing right. toil to keep the dandelions away. That's an encouraging thing to think. <laughs> what, have you been, <laughs> what have you been doing lately or thinking about? Uh, well, I have been, uh, sorry I'd share with you, I've been listening to some Eurobeat music. <laughs> have you heard of Eurobeat no. music? Uh, yeah, this is not my choice to listen to Eurobeat okay. music, but uh, Eurobeat is a genre of music um, originating in Italy and uh, maybe Japan in the 1980s, Ooh. a style of dance music um, that uh, my son, uh, older son, has actually started enjoying and listening to, kind of connected to an anime he's been watching. But um, And uh, so I've been listening to a lot of Eurobeat, this dance music <laughs> from the 80s, uh, as we've sort of necessary in the car and so yep. on. It's um, very intense, a lot of high-paced, synthesized kind of music. And um, I'm going to play for you uh, just through the this low-tech, through the speaker. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, a song called Running in the 90s that give you a good taste of what <laughs> yeah. this genre is like. I'm ready. Are you ready? Here it is. That's about five seconds. It's up there. That's what I would call call noise pollution. <laughs> yeah. So we'll get in the car and Alex will say, oh, can I play some of my songs? And it's like, boom, there it is. <laughs> yeah. With singing and guitars and other stuff, but that's the intensity of Whoa. it. So, uh, yeah, I, I never heard of Eurobeat, but um, I've been listening to, uh, yeah, Eurobeat lately. <laughs> I feel like that's Sorry. really a lesson in dying to yourself as a parent, right? It's like I'm going to love my <laughs> child and engage in what they're interested in, even though I really yeah. don't want to. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very unpredictable, <laughs> the children's taste in music as they get older. But, uh, oh, that, so, sounds, um, that sounds enjoyable yeah. for, for your son. <laughs> if, if, yeah, if you ever want to surprise people, you can just play some yeah. Eurobeat yeah. with them. I, yeah, I'm, <laughs> so, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> anyway, what have you been reading in the Bible? Uh, I have been uh, reading some Job mm. at the moment, um, part of my Bible reading, and uh, which I think you were earlier mm. this year as well. So, um, and uh, the verse I came across today in Job forty, I'm up to that section that we spoke about. I think about when God sort of speaks to Job after mm. all the interactions with friends, and uh, verse seven and um, eight caught my attention today of Job forty. I'll, I'll read that. Job. Um, God says to Job, get ready to answer me like a man. When I question you, you will inform me. Would you really challenge my mm. justice? Would you declare me guilty to justify mm. yourself? And uh, so that's the um, uh, CSB translation. Um, and that just, uh, you know, the context there, he's, he's challenging Job. But I think that what caught my attention just was the way he said, would you declare me guilty? Mm. And it occurred to me that, Often our questioning of God or our dissatisfaction with God comes awfully close to the line, if not crossing the line, of accusing God of mm. guilt in some way. Uh, you know those times when you think, um, God, why have you done this? Um, can get very close to, God, I think you're guilty of doing something mm. wrong here. Mm. And uh, God, as he's saying to Job here, is <laughs> it's like, Wait, do you really want to cross that line? Yeah. Do you really want to go down there? Yeah. 
And um, as it's written as a rhetorical question, you're led with the the way it's written to to say, oh no, oh no, 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 I don't want to do that. Um, mm, you're meant to mm. feel all that uh, because the NIV has a would you discredit my justice? Would you condemn mm. me to justify yourself? Mm. And the idea that you would condemn the Lord, you're thinking, oh no, 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 mm. no. And so you immediately think, oh, but do I do that? And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what's been going on yeah. in my head. So. I think I feel uh, just a little rebuked, mm. not, 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 not like from a hostile father, but uh, from a loving mm. God, but gently saying, wait, you know, do you really want to go there? Do you really want to uh, mm. accuse, uh, declare mm. guilty? So um, I think I've just found it helpful next time there's something in my life that's hard, mm. hard to understand, painful, um, and as I kind of interact with God mm. on that one, uh, yeah, just to take that. The more mature posture yeah. of and, and not um, not not push into that um, danger zone of um, accusing God of doing something wrong. Interesting as well. The second part of that of verse eight: Would you condemn me to justify yourself? There's there's not only um, the con- condemnation of God, but also the justifying of one's own action, and mm. that that as I read it, I think, oh, that's interesting because. I wouldn't say I naturally identify myself doing that, but now I need to ask the question, do I do that? It's like, oh, the reason mm. I did this was because why God? <laughs> you know, that kind of <laughs> claiming, like challenging or justifying my own action to God. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Kind of we're the innocent ones in this yeah. situation. Wow. Um, it's like what Adam did in the garden. You know, uh, this, um, the woman you put here mm. with me that was the reason. Mm. So. Yeah, we can have both tendencies, self-justification and being accusatory towards mm. God. So, mm. Yeah, pretty challenging. challenging. So, How do you reckon this fits with no. the New Testament? Oh, that's a good mm. question. Um, I'm just thinking. I can't, I can't uh, think of a, a natural jump, other than, like a connection, other than um, this emphasis on justice of the Father. And the humanity yeah, of yeah. men. It seems to me that yeah. um, the the wrong thing that happens with Jesus in the temple courts and Jesus before Pilate is that he is being questioned by sinful man, and he's not mm. getting just like it's not just. So the the link it's it's a tenuous link, but I guess I read this and I think, oh, this is the right order: the Lord questioning humanity, mm. but instead. In that moment where Jesus is being questioned by humanity and it's unjust, that's the wrong order. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I think you're spot on. Yeah. That's very insightful, Joe. I'll, I think yeah, this uh, this is um, in two verses, kind of a summary of what happens in the mm. Gospels. Mm. Um, humanity collectively declares Jesus mm. yeah guilty, evil, mm. wrong, and self justifies. Mm. Interesting. Wow. But. Um, oh. Very fruitful yeah. reading. Oh, yep. So, uh, yeah, mm. loving Joe. Now, um, but, uh, yeah, what have you been uh, reading, well, Joe? Share it. Yeah, what's uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about a book. I didn't know if I wanted to talk about it because, I, mm-hmm. to be honest, I haven't liked it. Um, but it, <laughs> it has a few things that really get me thinking, which means I appreciate it. So it's called um, yeah. Not Yet Married, The Pursuit mm-hmm. of Joy in Singleness and Dating. It's by a man called Marshall Seagal. Um, so Not Yet mm-hmm. Married. And that I hate, the title, uh, mainly because, and he argues about it well, um, this concept that 
anyone who is single is just waiting to be married is something I'm always challenging because yeah, actually we're all waiting to be in heaven with Jesus, not married to a human. And so, but mm. the great thing about mm. the book is he does actually bring in a lot of discussion of eternity into the discussion of singleness. So yeah. I can, there's a lot to appreciate about the book. It's not that it's heretical, but here's the thing that got me thinking this, this sentence, mm-hmm. I'll read it. One of the most radical and countercultural things we can do today to declare our faith in Jesus is to marry someone and remain faithful to that spouse until we die. Mm. Now, that's not about singleness at all. It's about marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. But this, yeah, that's the true. sentence got me because I just thought, yeah. yes, I agree. One of the most radical and countercultural yeah. things we can do is to say, because of my faith in Jesus, I will marry you and stay married to you until death. Yeah, yeah. Thoughts? That's um, that is, I think, yeah, I mean, we can't detach things from the spoken mm. word as the uh, testimony to the gospel. That's right. But in terms of actions, um, yeah, that is uh, really quite um, uh, yeah, different to, well, I'm not sure what the, the, the rates are in our culture, but it's very different to stay yeah. married. Because um, my next thought that came after this, where I was reading it and thinking, yes, actually, as you look on Christian marriages, there's something there that's special that actually does, we want to say is um, is really good. But mm. my next thought was, well, we also have brokenness in Christian marriages and we see yeah. faithfulness in marriages of people who are not Christian. Um, and yeah. so- I want to be careful about a statement like this because it is radical and countercultural to declare to mm. you know say I'm I'm going to marry you and remain that until de- death. But yeah, yeah. It's not who we are as a Christian. Like what we do in marriage is not being a Christian. Get what I mean? And yeah. so there was this like yeah. I agree with it, but then I feel uncomfortable as well, <laughs> which is exactly when you said it's you know we never want to move away from the word as how we declare the truth. Yeah. That's what I had as my reaction to this statement. Mm. What do you think? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think it's, it's, it's helpful and it's mm. biblical that um, a transformed lives, godliness, um, is noticed mm. by the world and is part of our testimony, the city on the mm. hill, the light, that mm. sort of thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, as, as well as um, yeah, long-term faithfulness, mm. I, I think we can also testify in our lives to um, yeah, godliness through suffering or forgiveness and mm. repentance mm. or, um, yeah, there's other elements of, uh, of mm. life um, that uh, yeah, is, is part of the Christian mm. walk. The other thing that was interesting about the book, and this will be the last thing I say about it, but um, <laughs> I think it's worth, it's worth a skim. It's not worth a detailed read is what I'd say about this book. And yeah, some yeah. of the things he says, I'm like, no, no, Marshall, no. But um, – <laughs> This thing he said, which I thought was very insightful, he talks about how um, we all, and not simply people who are single, but we all can wield our sorrows or our suffering in the face of the encouragement from Scripture that's given to us by brothers and mm. sisters in Christ. And he talks mm. about this this idea that we uh, he described a time when he experienced this where single brothers and sisters 
rejected what he was saying because he'd written an article as a single man and then married and it was published when he was married but he wrote it as a single man and how it was mm. rejected because, oh, you know, you're married. So, of course, you, you know, you, you can't speak into this and that wielding of my experience and my sorrow in the face of true words of encouragement um, to reject that word of encouragement. Mm. And I thought, yeah, I've done that. Um, where I've said, oh, in my head, probably not to someone's face, but in my head I thought, well, if you really knew what I was going through, you probably wouldn't say that. Yeah. But actually he was just encouraging. He was sort of reflecting on this idea that we we actually want to be open to spiritual encouragement from brothers and sisters in Christ who are the same as us or might be similarly experiencing things, but also people who are very different from us and have different gifts from God. So I appreciated that. Yeah. No, that's a, a brave word and um, something, yeah, as you're saying now, I can relate to that. I can feel that, mm. yeah. Um, there are times when I've been resistant to encouragement mm. <laughs> out of that sort of selfish mm. pride in uh, my particular circumstances. Mm. So mm. Um, I think, Joe, you're modelling there the uh, getting stuff out of a, a book that you <laughs> might have disagreements with, with a kind of generous spirit and learning. <laughs> I think that's part of what we're on about in this yeah. podcast is not always finding, you know, 10 out of yeah. 10 winners but just continually learning either from mostly from people we agree with heaps and also from people who we, a bit of this, bit of that. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. It's it's good. Thanks, brother. (laughs) Well, we're out of time. Well, Mm. yeah. Mm. I think uh, it's been fantastic chatting about weeds. (laughs) Uh, You you and I always talk talk garden (laughs) stuff, plant stuff heaps. Um, uh, We've been introduced to Eurobeat. Mm. Reflections on Job and uh, some ideas about, um, yeah, from uh, singleness, marriage, the mm. impact. Yeah. So that's been uh, mm. really good. Mm. Um, we're part of the Reach Australia podcast network, Richard. Obvious point for you and I, but if you're new to listening, we'd just love to draw your attention to the other podcasts that are part of our network. We'll put the link in our show notes. Mm. Yeah, they're all good. I'm enjoying several oh. of them, but uh, yeah, we'll share that yeah, another time. Good. All right. Well, great to chat to you, brother. We'll talk next week. Bye. See you then. Bye.